It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Welcome to Signal Boost. This is Jess McIntosh. I'm here with Zerlina Maxwell, and it is Friday, so I'm also here with her dad. Welcome, Professor Eugene Maxwell, to answer all of our COVID questions. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning. I feel like I just saw you, because I did. I just saw you. Last week, um, when I came but to visit, we didn't see you because I know. you guys were seeing each other, right? Which is so, lovely, yeah. right? You know, we we missed you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we did. Oh, I appreciate that. And I managed, as I told you, Dad, to you know get to and from with my mask firmly placed on my face um, without <laughs> contracting COVID nineteen. Knock on wood. Um, yes. And so that is, I am, I'm glad. Um, that is not the case, though, for many of the residents mm. of the city I am in now, which is Washington, D.C. <laughs> um, yeah. I am very concerned that by Monday morning we are going to have news of very high, even more high ranking people <clears throat> with COVID-19 in the city. Mm. Um, you know, I, I that picture of uh, President Biden, James Clyburn and others standing next to yeah. Speaker Pelosi with no mask right. and she has COVID. It made me cringe. Mm. I was yeah. anxious. Uh, I was like, ah, um, but <laughs> in terms of where we are, there's been sort of like this split uh, sort of mixed uh, analysis about the BA2 surge and whether or not right. we're in it, we're not in it. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Is it happening? What do you think? I think it's happening. Um, my concern is the the vaccine itself seems to have a shelf life. And what I mean by that, it, it you know, five, six, seven months, you seem to have uh, you know, a certain level of immunity. And then it seems to, I don't want to say drop sharply, but it, it seems to kind of uh, dissipate for a while. Um, that's why it's, you know, we should all kind of start thinking about, especially if you have a underlying condition or uh, you're with uh, people who may be, in, in, uh, you know, incapacitated or, uh, immune compromised state think about getting that uh that uh, second booster um you know right now i think that's that's the most important thing but you know the the vaccine um it's concerning uh and then also too there's just you know whenever there's uh, pockets and populations that have been uh unvaccinated or under vaccinated that concerns me too so um, I think we're, we're, you know, we're still on this, ro- uh, this roller coaster, unfortunately, and, uh, we're going to be on it for, for, um, a little time to go. And, you know, if you still, if you're going into, uh, you know, into indoor settings, continue to wear your mask. Well, that's a really, really good point, dad, because a lot of <laughs> offices are reopening as of this month. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so the, the back in office is a real thing. I mean, across all industries, and so what mm-hmm. you're saying is if you are one of these workers that are going into an office right now and you're vaccinated and boosted mm-hmm. and all of those things, you should wear mm-hmm. your mask. Is that what you're saying? Uh, absolutely. Uh, because, again, you know, it, it, it does appear, you know, that 
say the first couple of months after you, you know, you received your vaccine and your first boost, um, you know, it does seem like you do have some or not some, but you do have a, a very effective level of, of uh, you know, protection. But after, say, uh, a period of times, you know, it does look uh, maybe six, seven, eight months out uh, that the uh that the protection is waning. And then also, too, on top of it, it does seem like this particular variant, um, not not that it evades, uh, you know, your immunity, but what it does, it, it does have the ability to, to make you ill, but, you know, not to the point where you may have to go to the hospital or something like that. But you you do end up getting ill and testing But each variant, it feels like it's, to your point, it feels like every variant gets more contagious. So is that sort yeah. of what we is that what scientists are saying? Like this, vi- the virus is mutating and be- just becoming more contagious, but less severe. Yeah. But that feels Absolutely. isn't that biology, well, right? Because if it's more severe, yeah. then it kills people too fast and then it can't spread more. Well, I think the less severity part is is in, in part due to those being vaccinated. Oh, so you okay. have, you know, so if you're you're vaccinated, you do have some level of of you know, protection from it being severe, um, you know, and then on the flip side, if you if, if you're not uh, if you don't have any kind of uh, protection, um, you know, uh, such as a vaccine, uh, you know, you're, you're in trouble. The other thing that is really interesting, uh, you know, as you know, science, the science is playing out. A lot of people think they have the proper amount of uh, protection if they've been in, uh, infected and have, you know, basically not survived, but, uh, you know, they've gotten to a point where they feel better. Well, it doesn't appear like that type of immunity is uh, lasts very long and it's not as as robust uh, uh, as, say, if you've gotten the vaccine. So if you've been infected, still get the vaccine because then that level, it does appear that level of protection is even even better than just being vaccinated. So right. if you've been infected, get a vaccine uh, and then you really have, you know, a level of, of protection that, uh, that you absolutely need. I have a question about getting additional vaccines because we know mm-hmm. that uh, the over the over 50 crowd is being encouraged to do it. Yeah. And and they say immunocompromised, but I, I have a couple of folks in my life with asthma who have been mm-hmm. in that group Me, I before, have asthma. But, but <laughs> at least in New York are, mm-hmm. are not in that group now. Like they made their appointment, mm-hmm. they go and they get told you're not over 50, you're not mm-hmm. a cancer patient, you can't get your nose shot. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend that somebody with like somebody who has asthma, if they are otherwise healthy, like should should that group be wider? Should more of us be getting a fourth shot? I believe so. I, okay. I absolutely do. Uh, you know, because right now we're kind of in allergy season. So, yeah, think, yeah, think I about noticed. That. I don't know if you noticed uh, being around me, dad. <laughs> I, I just drown myself my in eye liter- drops. Over no, the but breaks, literally, like, my right. family, like the whole two years, is just me blowing my nose. That's like the most yep, frequent sound from me and my, my pile of Yep, me and my yep. T- tissues. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but think, but think about that. Think about those that may be, you know, uh, having an, uh, an a reaction, an allergic reaction. Um, they could have COVID. Uh, you don't know that. 
uh, until you're you're tested, scratchy throat, you know, some of those things. You could be asymptomatic. You don't know these things uh, uh, quite yet. So my I think eventually, you know, unfortunately, all of us are going to need that that, uh, you know, that second booster, uh, you know, you get your uh, your your two shot regimen, get your first booster. All of us are going to have to get that uh, second booster. I was hoping that it may not happen until um, early fall, but I'm I'm thinking that if we uh, run into a, a an outbreak or a surge here, that it's going to be imperative that we get get that uh, get that shot. So, so I have I have another question, which is an mm -hmm. odd one, but I I got into a discussion with somebody that I realized I. I didn't, I didn't have the answer to. So, so we're, we're getting to this place where like people are, people are dropping requ requirements left and right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so the idea that like a rapid PCR test. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so forget the size of the events. I don't think there is a grid there's no rapid PCR. No, no, sorry. Not, not a rapid yeah. PCR. You mean the idea oh. that, okay. So, so like at the gridiron, you were required to have you were required to be vaccinated at the white right. house correspondence dinner they're requiring a rapid test like the right. day of entry right so the the question that i was that i was having a hard time answering was if you do a rapid test that day does it matter whether a person is vaccinated or not and i wanted to be like yes of course it matters but then i realized i didn't I didn't really understand why. <laughs> so, so help me yeah. out here. If you're if you're requiring a rapid test before your little get together or whatever, mm -hmm. does it still does the vaccination status of of the small group you're talking about still matter? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I th maybe I, think, I was stumped because this is a weird one. <laughs> yeah, it, it you know, I think it just makes people feel good. To be honest with you. It does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't think the information that you're going to glean out of it is just like I was telling Zerlina, you know, it's usually 48 to say, so you've been exposed, you know, say someone had COVID. Right. Um, it's really 48 to 72 hours, uh, you know, so you say you walk into, you know, a, a you know, a gathering of, of, say, 50 or 60 people, um, you know, and, and uh, you were exposed. Uh, you know, say walking through the airport and then you went to the gathering, you're not going to, uh, you know, test positive. So uh, you could still be contagious. Yep. You can still be contagious. And, yeah. and so many of those, uh, again, it's uh, okay, I'm getting tested. And, you know, it just makes people, you know, have a, a I don't want to say feel good because it's not a, even a level of comfort, but, uh, you know, it just it's going to take a while for the kind of like the virus to take hold and for you to, you know, quote unquote, be infected before, you know, before you uh, see it on a test, uh, that that type of thing. So and again, you know, with with how uh, transmissible this particular variant is, all it takes is, say, one people in the room of 50, um, you know, for most of the room to to you know get infected again so i you know yeah and and you know i'm thinking i'm thinking about you know i'm thinking about because i'm a big basketball guy i'm 
and thinking about the Superdome during the uh, uh, the Final Four and all those people. Oh and I'm just saying, without masks. And oh my you did see you did see a few people wearing masks. You did see a few people, you know, not not uh, you know doing the right thing. I should say, uh, because it, it's still imperative that uh, that you protect yourself and protect your home. Um, you know, in those types of settings. So, unfortunately, um, I think, you know, quote unquote, as, as you get ready to go into a room, you get tested, a rapid test that comes back negative. You, you, you know, you feel, you feel I still good. I put that mask on my face. Yeah, I, 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 Dad, I think when you're, when you, so we do this, this game all the time. This is what we, you just did, Jess, is basically <laughs> what I've been doing the last two years was throwing out hypothetical scenarios this and, this. and my dad will do the analysis. <laughs> and by the end I go, I will not do said activity because you've just explained yeah. to me how I will get COVID <laughs> if I did that thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so so because part of it, I think, too, is like, you know, the mandates came away. Jess and I were talking about this earlier in the show. Right. It's like, you know, in South Korea, not in this particular moment because they're having actually um, a surge right now. But throughout mm-hmm. the pandemic up to this point, they were living their lives like normal. They were able to do basically the things they were doing before. Everybody was just wearing masks to do those things. Right. Here, we took away all of our mask mandates. So not only do we have mm-hmm. a new variant that is surging, we have people back out going to things. It's starting to get warm. Um, and people are you know, going to events indoors without masks. And then we're going to act like this isn't going to be a problem. So for me, right. I think if the mask mandates were in place, I would feel very differently. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're but they're not right. So like everybody's going back Mm -hmm. to the office this week. It's the beginning of April. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. But there's no mask mandates. (laughs) So it's like uh, there's no activity that I feel safe doing and not without a mask in a group of people. No, and I wouldn't I don't either, (laughs) to be honest with you. (laughs) Uh, I, you know, again, I'm just. I'll be honest with you. It's it. We're still not in a place where we can feel comfortable enough to go into any indoor setting, whether it's uh, to go to the grocery store or a concert or any indoor or, you know, go teach a lecture in a lecture hall. Any of those types of settings, you still need to wear your mask. What prevents COVID-19 so far out of all the things we've done? You know, obviously vaccines work, the antivirals work. But what is the one thing that helps protect you? It's wearing a... Yeah, put your your mouth and your nose underneath the the mask. (laughs) But wearing the proper kind of mask, which Mm -hmm. is important. You know, a lot of people are still wearing, uh, you know, cloth masks with no filters in them. But make sure you get yourself a proper fitting N95, KN95 mask and wear it in an indoor setting. That will absolutely protect you. That's what uh, all the scientists and science has been showing us over a period of time. Um, You know, look, any place I go, I wear my mask indoors. And guess what? I haven't had, and thank God, I haven't had COVID yet. And I truly believe that wearing a mask in those settings has protected me. I, I absolutely believe that. So just continue to do that. And we're not judging you if you've tried to do that and you still have caught COVID because usually it's because of somebody else's negligence, why you were exposed to that, or just, you know, this is is actually like rolling the dice a lot of the time, but do yourself Mm -hmm. a favor and at least attempt to follow all of the mitigation steps. 
um, to put yourself Absolutely. in the best position. Because, I mean, I think yeah. one of the things also, too, is like, um, you know, the people I, I said earlier um, in sort of the, the Omicron surge, I feel or mm-hmm. right after the Omicron surge, um, I feel like the people who caught Omicron and there was a significant amount of people who did, um, you know, post that there's so many people who have actually had COVID that mm-hmm. their their risk calculation is real different from mine. It is. Right. It's a really mm-hmm. different from mine. You've already had it. You survived it. You know what that's like, Correct. whether it was good or bad for you. Um, I don't want COVID. And that should right. not be a weird position to be in. <laughs> I should not be looked at like I'm weird because I don't right. want COVID. Just be, and, and right. it is still a big deal. It is a big deal. Right. Just because yeah. all these people have survived it doesn't mean it's not a big deal. You know why? Because a third of people who have survived it have long haul symptoms, which is going to be a huge, Correct. a huge um, drain on the economy and the disability yeah. infrastructure of our healthcare system. So you just wait. Absolutely. And I don't want to be one mm-hmm. of those people. I don't want to yeah. be one of those people because you people who yeah. want me to do all these kinds of things now are not going to be there when I can't walk up the steps yeah. in 10 years. Um, well, I, you know, I, 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 I also think, you know, the, how can I say it? The calculation of people is kind of off. And what I mean by that is the virus is always going to change, mutate and, and become quote unquote more transmissible because that's what viruses okay. do. You know, so it's always going to change to make itself, uh, you know, um, you know, more, how can I say it more, not so much potent as far as making people ill, because that can happen, but it's going to make itself um, so that, hey, so I can, yeah, so I can infect more people. The other thing that, uh, you know, really is concerning is we have not vaccinated uh, the world's population yet. So this virus is going to seek out and find areas in this world where we have, uh, you know, low vaccination or unvaccinated people. And then that's when we're going to have the, the uh, you know, the, the rise of a, of a new variant, which could even be worse than the ones that we've been dealing with. So uh, until we take a global mindset, a world mindset, where we're vaccinating all the world's population, we're still going to have these ups and downs, these roller coaster rides, you know, with different surges. It's it's inevitable. It's what's going to happen. I don't like the word <laughs> inevitable. No, I've well, started to so hate it, that it, word. Yeah, in, but you know, with this virus, that's what's going to happen. In terms of staying on top of our vaccinations. Mm-hmm. It, it, are you expecting each vaccination to wane after five to seven months? Or do we sort of build up a, a, is it cumulative? And after like our fifth booster, let's say, we'd be able to go a few years without it. Like I'm worried the CDC isn't going to tell us when we need a new vaccination and we need to sort of be vigilant about ourselves. And if we have to pay for it, then maybe we'll have to pay for it. But like, I'd like to at least know what schedule I should be working with. Well, there, there's two things. One, I think what's going to happen is going to be very much, uh, you know, like the flu, where um, they suggest you get your flu vaccine in, say, for instance, early, early to uh, middle of the fall. Um, so I think 
the COVID vaccine is going to be similar to that. The other thing, mm -hmm. I think scientists are going to be uh, able to kind of generate and make vaccines that will last a bit longer. Mm. Uh, so, you, you know, so right now we see five to, uh, you know, five, six, seven months, and, and then we see a decrease in their efficacy. I think what's going to happen is scientists and, you know, like at Pfizer or Moderna, they're going to make be able to make vaccines that may last a little bit longer. The other thing, okay. and the last thing I'll say is that, <clears throat> again, these virus, uh, the, you know, viruses like this change and mutate really often. And hopefully uh, the scientists are going to be able to make uh, these vaccines that, you know, may be a little bit more effective against uh, specific variants. So, you know, I'm, I'm I'm banking on the science. That's that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. With it. That's all we can do at this point. I mean, we just had another Eugene on in the last segment who explained to us that basically climate change is going to make the Earth uninhabitable yeah. <laughs> by 2100. And then when I did that math and yeah. I was like, oh, that's my grandkids. Right. <laughs> 2100. Well, yeah, because we won't be around 2100. I'm just saying. Yeah, climate. You when know, you put I mean, it that way, yeah. it, it, it yeah. you know, I think so. So look, I'm not trying to end the show and the week on, on the doom and gloom. But I think my dad has emphasized, and I think I want to reiterate, that we should all be masking up. If there's one yeah. message you have taken away from today's show, it is that yeah. you need to put your mask back on your face. If you have put it away in a drawer, if you have put it away, uh, right. wherever it is, you, you threw them out, you didn't order more, please today do yourself a favor yeah. and yeah. before the weekend, if, do that. Yeah, if you're in an indoor setting, uh, you know, continue to wear your mask. Continue and the other it. thing, and the other thing, it, you yeah. know, especially if you're an uh, immune compromised person or someone who, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, transplant or any any right. of those types of things, continue to do what the science is telling you to do. If ninety percent of the people, yeah, if right. ninety percent of the people are walking around right. you without a mask, you be the ten percent that, that wears yours. It's a really, it's a really good piece of advice, and I think that yeah. you know, follow the science is is it so far it has um, led us in the right direction. When you follow the science, Absolutely. you know, if you predictable follow it. outcomes, <laughs> because scientists' yeah. whole thing is to make a guess and then test it out. So yeah. uh, they have told us what thank their you, best Professor. advice is. Thank you, Dad. You're welcome, Professor Eugene Hopefully Maxwell. I, yeah. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Be safe. Have a great weekend, yeah. everybody. Have a great weekend, Dad. Put your mask on your face. I'm not even going to say get your booster. Today's message is put your mask back on your face. <laughs> Bye. 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 We'll be back tomorrow with another Signal Boost podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>